got a trip. The church that I go to is, is the river. I go there to wash everything away. I wish you were there drinking rum, crying your little eyes out. <laughs> this fly that my Uncle Jimmy and my grandpa perfected, they found it. They found the materials to tie it in the back of a taxi Down in Andros, they just tell you bring gotchas. Don't bring anything else. When I was out there on the water with people, I was... I can feel the energy of other Definitely. people, and I care about it. I think that's one of the most crucial parts of fly fishing that often gets overlooked. You know, we're jet-lagged, lack of sleep, we're half drunk. Holding on to your nuts with one hand, you're holding on to the boat with the other hand. Shitting and tall cotton, dude. Man, this is what's going on in the world right now. You know, you're on a boat fishing down a beautiful river. Be deliberate with everything that you do with yeah. fly fishing. Yeah. Well, what do you do on your days off? I'm like, I'm on this boat. I'm rowing people down the river trying to figure out what's fishing. But I love it. I wouldn't change it for anything. I wouldn't trade it, man. It's awesome. That's usually how I start the podcast. Like just now. Now we're recording. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. No, welcome you guys to the podcast. Happy to be here. Thanks Sitting here us. with Tucker Elliott and Cody. How do you say your last name? Hume. Hume. I was going to say Hume. <laughs> or at first I thought it was Humes. Um, and I was going to say, is it hummus? <laughs> Hume. Depending on how it's spelled. But Hume? Hume. Okay. Yep. Cody Hume. Tucker Elliott. Um different from what we've i've nor or i have been doing with a bunch of guides on the podcast um you guys are not guides not at all <laughs> not at all college kids um but i have known tucker probably what since you were 10 maybe 10 or 11 yeah pretty ten long years, time probably. yeah 10 years probably i can't get my volume there we go maybe too loud no we're good um yeah, 10 years coming up to Gunnison, and it's, it's funny, like, we just met through kind of, like, just mutual friends and guides, mm -hmm. and met you in the shop one day at the shop I was working at, and took you, and the first trip kind of we ever did, I was pretty green, and I know that, um, but took you, your mom, and your sister down, mm -hmm. um, on an evening float and it was funny like after the float you guys had like this whole fried chicken like buffet whole <laughs> 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 dinner just a whole dinner and like cobbler or something at the end too and yeah. i was like whoa this is crazy <laughs> he's like, like all right i need to hang out with these people more they right. got food you know like they're bringing tons of food um sorry i keep messing with that i feel like i'm too loud um but yeah like that was the first time we really mm -hmm. floated um, but I mean, you've been, how long have you been coming up to Gunnison area? A long time. Yeah. Since, since you were I was tiny, tiny, tiny <clears throat> and fishing for about that long too. I feel yep. like, or at least around it. Um, maybe it's just my headphones. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like freaking out. I'm like, I can't hear me. I can't hear me. I can um, hear you. okay. Yeah, you sound so good. then maybe it's mine, my headphones. Um, but yeah, I've been coming up here. I don't know. Probably. 18 years now yeah and i'm 20 so and then i mean we started kind of fishing harder and harder the last probably five mm -hmm. five years or so um and had some good floats down the gunnison for sure yeah incredible um, and man this is really bugging me 
can't tell what's going on. Um, sorry, everyone. <laughs> Messing with headphones here. Maybe, maybe. Ah, now I can hear myself better. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I remember that that year that we floated down when we had a couple floats in a row with the Green Drakes, and we took your uncle Mike out. Mm-hmm. That was a good time. That yeah. was a late night. That was before. a late <laughs> night. Yeah, I I I think Mike kept me up till three or four in the morning, and then we went and floated. floated. Right. I was hurting, man. I was <laughs> hurting. Not not a fun time. I mean, it was fun. But it was a hard float. It was just mm-hmm. like, man, this is, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we went to dinner after that. But I remember taking your dad and you down a couple yeah. of years ago from Almont and just like wrecking house. Yeah. Um, and then Tucker was fortunate enough to come down the gorge. Um, was. That was a good trip for us. <clears throat> was super um, fun. Uh, incredible trip. Yeah, awesome. Like, I mean, just amazing trip in general. Yeah, uh, fishing, fishing wasn't great, yeah, it was but it good, was what I let you row a little bit too. Yeah, you did. Yeah, let you let the wind push you around a little bit. Yep, you're like. Yeah. I, I kept telling you, I was, <laughs> I was like, like, we were fishing single hopper, like just one hopper. And I was like, Tucker, do you know where hoppers live? <laughs> and, he's, and he's like looking at me. I was like, not in the middle of the river. <laughs> like we need to get closer to the bank, man. Like you need to row over there. And he's, Hold on guys. I got it. I got it. I'm, I'm <laughs> working over everywhere. there. Yeah, and just like going everywhere, trying to figure out the oars. And he's like, okay, Cameron, you start fishing over here. You know, like, you need, and I'm like, Tucker, just get us close to the bank. <laughs> Just get us where we need to be, bud. Oh, man. Um, but it was pretty entertaining. Yep. That was an um, awesome trip. Yeah. And then what's what's funny is, like, I mean, we've kind of gotten to know each other pretty well over the last couple of years. And I was I was actually telling Cody before this podcast, he asked how long we've known each other. And I was like, yeah. And then one day I just showed up on their porch Christmas in Eve. <laughs> yeah, in Texas. And I was like, hey, can I, can I stay with you guys? <laughs> got nowhere else to go. And then what? But, three weeks or something two weeks or was that no that was when i was there, there for the, yeah for till middle of april or yeah. whatever yeah um, that was right before covid huh yep yep <laughs> right before covid um but man i just can't get this thing right okay we should be good it looks like it's coming up on there mm-hmm. right but um yeah yeah so do you i mean i guess do you just want to tell people what you're up to like, what are you doing here? I, I mean, college, everything like that. Like, yeah, so... Growing up, where did you grow up? Coming out here? Yep. I grew up in... Born and raised in Fredericksburg, Texas. Um, grew up outdoors a lot. Um, played sports in high school and all that. And then um, spent about a month every summer. Um, my grandparents um, built a cabin up here. Um, just in between Crested Butte and Gunnison, pretty much. Um, so I grew up... Um, fishing and spending pretty much, I don't know, a month out of the summer every year up here and just, I don't know, is just what we did, my whole family. And then um, once I graduated high school, decided to go up to Boise State in Idaho. So I just finished up my sophomore year up there uh, studying construction management. Um, so yeah, we'll be juniors, Cody and I, and we're fishing, hunting. Yeah, doing everything up there as much I as know. we can. I'm gonna get into hard. that a little yeah. bit. <laughs> we'll but, get into it a little um, bit. Cody, yeah. So I am the California kid. I'm. I come uh, from California. Born and raised in the outdoors. Grew up hunting, fishing, doing all that, um, and kind of just went out on a whim and decided to go to Boise yeah, State. Like, from California to Boise, that's an interesting. It's move actually there. it's pretty more popular. popular. Is it? Yeah, there's yeah, okay. a lot of Californians yeah, up there. Okay. Um, 
I never, you know, went and checked it out. I went elk hunting up in Idaho and figured, shoot, this state is awesome. And just so, decided, all yeah. right, I'm going to Boise. Yep, pretty Sweet. much. And uh, just falling in love with it up there. Yeah. And he, Cody's pretty new to fly fishing. He's right over yep. a year now, so he grew up bass fishing on the Delta I know, with his so dad. We were, we were getting into that yeah. earlier. I had to stop these boys and stop myself. But <laughs> I, was, I kept telling them, I was like, man, if we if we talk too much, then nothing's going to come right. off very yeah. natural during the podcast, and we need to save some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. But you started to mention how you grew up fishing. Yeah, so. Um, so, yeah. When I first started out, um, did a lot of trout fishing just with my grandpa, you know, drowning worms, doing stuff like that. And, um, you know, I really caught the itch for bass fishing and my dad and I started to do it a bunch and, uh, we ended up getting our own bass boat and fishing tournaments and doing all that. And I just got to a point where I was like, you know, I'm having a great time doing this, but I feel like I got it figured out to a certain point. Yeah. Um, I just wasn't scratching my head a whole lot at times. And I was like, I know I could, throw you need it. You need a new challenge. Yeah, exactly. And, um, I was like, you know, what? I just want to try fly fishing. Just want to try it out. And my friend had a few rods and I just borrowed one for a weekend and just messing around. I had no clue what I was doing. I was throwing nymphs without an indicator. Just <laughs> had I mean, no people clue. do that to this day. Though. <laughs> yeah. they, do. they call it something different now. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I've done it too much on this podcast. I don't need to get into that. <laughs> but anyways, I had no clue what I was doing. Um, just basically messing around. And, um, were you, but you started out in California doing that? Yes. Or what? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And on, on just little creeks and streams or mm-hmm. up at the tailwater you were telling me about? Yeah. I went to the tailwater once. Okay. Um, and just fishing now, nowhere close to where I should have been fishing, but I didn't know any better at the time. Um, but I would just also go to ponds and throw dries for, uh, bluegill too. Yeah. Like poppers yeah. and stuff like that. that yeah, the, just have fun. That's how I started. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up in a city, you know, and I mean, I, when I, I wasn't catching trout, I was throwing, you know, poppers at bluegill and bass and right. trying, you know, it's, you're fishing top water, yeah. you know? And I mean, you, you knew, know the bass scene. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So I was basically just kind of familiarizing myself with it. Um, Understood. casting and yeah. stripping and trying to fit yeah, but line management all did that. you have any idea what any of that stuff was like did you know how to cast did you know how to strip like no clue no clue you didn't even know why the reel was there you're like this thing <laughs> yeah. just holds my line <laughs> pretty much like, it's just there and i yeah. pull stuff off and then it's at my yep, feet <laughs> exactly and then um coming up to idaho for college tucker and i met on our very first day of college whoa and um you know we kind of made a deal where if I taught him how to duck hunt, he would teach me how to fly fish. That's a pretty good deal. And pretty uh, good. Is he teaching you how to duck hunt well? Oh, we're duck hunting. <laughs> <laughs> you guys holding up your ends of the deal? I think so. Okay. I think it's about done now. Yeah, we're we're about done. <laughs> we're about wrapped up. Just, like, just leveled out. <laughs> yep. Like, okay, we've gone as far as we can go now. Now what? Yep. Um, but, shoot, I think after that first winter, we started fly fishing a little bit. And um, that's why I finally started putting pieces of the puzzle together. You're like, oh, I understand what I'm doing now. Yeah. 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 The yeah. first trip we made, we went out, um, fished the South Fork of the Boise River. It's a tailwater as well. Um, early February, I think, or late February, I don't know, but it was cold. I don't know what we were doing out <laughs> it there. It had to but... have been like 15 degrees outside. I mean, we were freezing. Well, I was going to say, I mean, I I follow you guys on Instagram, you know, and like, 
some of those times I'm like, man, what are you doing? <laughs> We're asking but the same I was, question. I was there, right. you know, I was that person too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, still at times am, but yeah. I mean, you guys are fishing and hunting sons of guns out there. You're like, Jesus, these boys just don't stop. <laughs> yeah. Like don't stop at all for anything. Weather, like it doesn't me now, like I'm like, ah, I'm a fair weather guy. You, <laughs> know, right? like, yeah. you know, like yesterday no when we met up, <laughs> yeah. you know, I was like, Man, if fishing was better, I'd probably call off work and I'd go fishing with you guys, but I don't need to do go fishing right now. Right. You know, and like we walked down to the river and I was like, I'm not even gonna bring a rod. Like yeah. I'll cast tucks a couple times, you know, but uh I it was just like I'm just like the fair weather guy now, you know, like and let, I mean, it just depends, you know. Like right. maybe at some point you'll get there. Yeah. You I think know, we will. But, I mean it's just a certain I mean I'm certain still point. Die hard for sure, right. you know, mm-hmm. at times, but it like, I mean, if it's windy and rain, I'm like, I'm not going fishing today, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, yeah. I'm going to call that a day. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. But yeah. But anyways, we, I don't know, we caught some white fish that day and Cody caught his first trout. I was the only one of the day. Yep. How'd that feel? Were, oh, you, were you like, were you like, yes, this is it? Oh yeah. I want, I, I want to keep doing this. And it was such a fluke deal. Um, it was kind of on the inside of this seam behind this big rock so the water wasn't even moving too much and i don't even think my indicator moved and i kind of just picked it up to make another cast and sure enough i was hooked right. on to oh, this look trap. What I found. <laughs> yep yeah and <laughs> i was I mean, look you what you found at the end of your line <laughs> yeah. there yeah you could ask tucker i was i was losing my mind there mm-hmm. just, just like a 14 inch rainbow yeah stalker but I finally got it to the hey, it's a fish. Just, yeah so pretty and then i guess we spent a little bit more time out there that spring we struggled it's funny it's funny that like that you say it's so pretty you know like i'm not saying rainbows aren't pretty (laughs) but it's it's definitely like i feel like it's a new fly fishing like theme for people who are like oh my god a rainbow is so pretty you're like "Uh you know and you're like man those things are slimers (laughs) i want nothing to do with that fish you know but like at at times yeah you're like these are but you see that a lot which Mm -hmm. i'm not knocking on you or anything i i just noticed trends like that Uh, with new new fly fishing the community oh it's pretty rainbow and like we haven't caught a rainbow all day i'm like good (laughs) yeah (laughs) like i'm glad you have you know that's how i feel i'm like i want browns all day Uh i don't want rainbows you know but Mm. sorry i was just pointing that out that's just a that's a new new fly fishing trend like just people who just get into it like and i don't blame them you know i mean they're beautiful fish uh but once you start going, then you're like, man, I could, I could do with less rainbows. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think you've kind of gotten to that, page, that um, stage a little bit. So I guess a question I, I have for both of you, kind of, I mean, you're always, Tuck's always sending me pics of you guys out fishing and like bass fishing or whatever. Like, are you guys, it doesn't matter how you're doing it as long as you're fishing. Like, are you fly fishing the whole time or are you like, for you, I know like, you know, bass fishing, mm-hmm. Cody. And so it's like. You can probably pick up a, a bass rod, a bait caster or whatever, and be yeah. like, yep, I can catch fish. Yep. Are you out there doing that, or are you out there fly fishing and being like, hey, I want to practice this? Like, Or are you just like, I want to catch fish no matter how I catch <laughs> It doesn't matter to me how I catch them as long as yeah. I catch uh-huh. them. You know, I feel like we have a good balance going on right now. Um, but, shoot, if I had to pick between the two, gosh. Uh, Nick, our good friend, in Boise, he's asked me that a few times, and I'm just like, gosh, I have no clue how to answer that. I mean, they're so different. Yeah. It's hard to really compare the two. But, I mean, to answer your question, we we conventional fish for bass okay. up there, and then we're fly fishing for trout and gotcha. steelhead and stuff yep. like that. But Gotcha. 
Yeah. So. I mean, I, I'm just curious because I'm like, yeah. you know, I know a lot of people like that. And I mean, I, I, I would guess like, I mean, for me, you know, I've definitely been more of kind of that purist. Like mm-hmm. I've just mm-hmm. been, I'm never going to pick up a conventional rod ever again. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how right. I, 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 I had a moment up here, like where I caught a caddis hatch and like been a long time since I fly fish and broke out a fly rod and I was blown away. I was like, I, I want to throw that thing in the trash. The conv- you mm-hmm. know, like I'm not throwing right. this anymore. Spin, I want to throw, rod. yeah. I was like, I want to throw the fly rod. Like that's all I want to do. Right. Um, and I know stories of people who are like that. My dad's buddy, um, he tells his story all the time cause he thinks it's hilarious, but like he took his buddy out fly fishing and kind of taught him some basics games of flies and like dude started catching a ton of fish and he had a spinning rod with him. We started catching a ton of fish on the fly rod and like loved it so much. He left his spinning rod there. On the just bank. like completely <laughs> just forgot left about it. it. Yeah. He was like, oh, I don't need that thing anymore. And Pants just like walked off and never went back. Dang. The dude moved to Florida and started tarpon fishing, snook fishing, like moved to a bass pond. Like he was living on a pond. He was fly fishing yeah. for bass. Like, mm. I mean, he was like, dude, I never need to pick up one of those things again. Like he was just sold. Mm-hmm. And then I know people who are like, dude, I don't care how we catch them as long as we're catching. Right. Them. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. They'll do it either any way they want, you know? So I'm just curious. I, like I said, I'm not like crazy curious, but mm-hmm. I'm like, try it on a fly rod, you know? Right. Like, yeah. And like, I definitely want to try it. We have like that Nick kid. He has a, a pond. That, so his dad owns a fly shop up there. So is that the drip boat you guys have been floating in or? Yep. yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. his, his dad owns anglers fly shop in Boise. Uh, I don't know. It's been, he's owned that shop for a while. Mm-hmm. I think since. 1990 or something. Yeah, somewhere so, oh, okay, sweet. So he's been in that location for a while, and they have a they have ponds through lease through the shop and stuff for guide and stuff. So we get to go out there. And nice. Nothing big, but for the bass, but it's still fun to go out there and catch definitely 20 fish in the evening or whatever. Yeah. So. Um, I this is more kind of directed towards Tucker, but I guess you could probably chime in too, Cody. Um, but I remember like specifically. Um, when I was living with you guys in Texas, um, and kind of your, like the process of you choosing Boise, Mm -hmm. it was, it was cool to watch, but I remember like, you know, talking with your dad and your dad actually came up to me and he's like, Hey, like, will you talk to Tucker a little bit and like, just kind of see how he's feeling. He's like, I don't think Tucker will talk to me too much about some (laughs) of that stuff, you know, like he's like, he's a little reserved, you know, like see if you can kind of feel him out a little bit Mm -hmm. and see which way he's leaning and. He's like, I don't like, don't persuade him any other way, (laughs) you know, like, but just feel it out a little bit. And I remember kind of sitting down with you and just, I don't know if you knew what was happening, but you know, I was trying to make it nonchalant, Uh you know, like, so what do you think for school? (laughs) Like, like, what do you, what's your idea? You know? And like, Danny's probably around the corner. (laughs) Like, like, are they talking about it? You know, like, what what are they going to do? But I remember like, just kind of, I remember you asked me, you know, like kind of, Hey, what made your decision to come to Gunnison and go to school mm-hmm. here. And, um, and I remember talking to you about it and talking about whether, you know, I mean, you played a ton of football, baseball yeah. all through high school. And so did I, I played a ton of baseball through high school and everything. And like that was, you know, sports were life. Right. Um, yeah. That's all I but I, I remember one, one thing that I, I said, I go, Tuck, when you're not playing football or playing baseball, like, what are you doing? You know, and you're like, well, I'm hunting, I'm fishing. And I'm like, yeah, you are never not doing those things. You know, like you have to make this decision whether you want to go to school to play, you know, and like Mm -hmm. you, I mean, you had had some opportunity. Yeah, you had some opportunity. Um, 
And it was like, well, you either need to decide that right now. Like, is that what you're going to do? And you have to commit to that. Like, there's no sideline where you're like, hey, I can go fish for the afternoon. Like, nope. Right. Like, this, it's a full-time is, job. this is it, you know? And it was kind of a conversation where it was like, hey, just think about that for a moment. Like, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. You know, and do you want to fish? Do you want to hunt? Do you want those things? And for me, I, I just remember telling you, I was like, hey, Idaho is a great place. You know, like whether you choose to play football or not, you know, Idaho is still a great place. And mm-hmm. you can make that decision while you're there. You know, I'm like, nope, don't want to do this or don't want to do that. But right. it was like, hey, at least you're in a good place to make that decision. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and so it was, it was cool, you know, when you did decide and it was like, I, I hope I wasn't like a crazy influence. I mean, on I don't that, remember but, it. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> perfect. Exactly. I remember it pretty specifically uh-huh. just cause it was like, it, it felt like a moment in my life, you know, where I was like, Hey, you know, like here's a young kid growing mm-hmm. up that like I've spent a lot of time with growing up, watched him progress as at least a fisherman and a hunter, mm-hmm. not as much hunting, but more fishing mm-hmm. than anything. And it was like, don't want to point you towards the fishing, but like, I want you to decide on your own, right. but like, it's like, Hey man, like there's something there. And that, like, you can see that fire in mm-hmm. tuck, like all the time where you're mm-hmm. like, man, he just lights up. Like, this is it. This is what I want to do. You know? And that's kind of where I was coming from. I was like, Hey, you need, like, you got some, yeah. you got to figure out those factors right now. Like, exactly. Hey, this is what you yeah. love doing. And I remember kind of giving you a line where it was like, Hey, like, you know, if you do what you love, then like, you're not going to have to work a day in right. life, you mm-hmm. know, it's kind of along those lines. Yeah. And it was like, so figure that out. And I remember Danny coming up like the next day. He's like, so you guys talk about that. Like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, man, you know, like I just told him how I felt, you know, and like what like forced me to come to Gunnison and you know what I was thinking in the long run and kind of where I came from and how I dealt with school. And I didn't last in school very long at all. Yeah. I mean, I dropped out like immediately. Um, but you know, look at me now. I'm <laughs> still here. I'm still yeah. here. I'm fishing. I'm having fun, mm-hmm. you know, like, right. and it was just kind of like, Hey, figure that out. You know, inside, you don't have to tell your dad right away, your right. mom right away, like what you're thinking. But now looking back on that to where you are now, you know, like, you sending me pictures of, of you oh, two yeah. out hunting and fishing and nonstop, you know, it's yeah. like, and I texted you the other night. I was like, Hey man, I'm really proud of the yeah. person you become because it was like, I was like, this is sweet. You know, mm-hmm. I've got to see you kind of grow up through mm-hmm. all that and, and kind of choose this lifestyle yeah. of being outside. And there's so um, many like variables that go into picking your college, you know, like, I mean, I had a girlfriend at the time, so that obviously that's a variable and then fishing and do I want to play a sport? Do I not, you know? So, but I mean, I'm, it was definitely the best decision I've made to go up there and yeah, I don't know. We've really like meeting him the first day is just meant to be, you know, yeah, just definitely. crazy yeah. how, how everything, yeah. I mean, we spent like every day together pretty much live together now and everything. So, yeah. mm-hmm. and you guys hunt and fish. I mean, it's good to have those people around mm-hmm. you that have right. the same passions right. mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and I mean, you coming into it, you know, as just getting into fly fishing, like that's cool for you to meet tuck as well where it's like hey i I, tuck has a lot of knowledge and he can teach you a lot of knowledge and Mm -hmm. it's it's kind of serendipitous you know that you Mm -hmm. guys ran into each other and it's like hey we both have some stuff to help each other out you know i can teach you more about duck hunting and Mm -hmm. this and that and he can teach you about fishing and it was cool for me to see cody i mean get the fly rod in his hand and kind of see that same spark you're talking about like different than what i'd seen duck hunting like duck hunting he loves it but there's just something about you know like 
him learning, being able to start learning new things and figure out these fish is just, yeah. it was super cool to sit there and watch and he picked it up super quick. Yeah. And it, it like, it was interesting the other day um, when we kind of hiked down, like I could tell you're a little nervous, <laughs> a, little, <laughs> a little intimidated of yeah. just like the situation, you know, yeah. like new river, lots of wind, mm-hmm. you know, like not great conditions, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like you guys are passing through town and I mean, terrible time around your guys right part, but yeah, it's absolutely terrible. i mean it is what it is uh-huh. but i could i could kind of tell that in you i was like ah you know like he's not comfortable where he's at right <laughs> yeah. now you know which is fine yeah. um but and it's a tough you know that area is it, it, it was a tough situation yeah. to put you in too like i mean we pretty much set you up to fail yeah you know, <laughs> there's a fish did. in front of us no, yeah we literally no walked down <laughs> to the river and like we we're walking the river and see this little pocket and we're just kind of staring at the river and i was like oh there's a fish right there <laughs> yeah. cody go for it you know it's like oh also you have no back cast um you can't set the hook uh you, you're, it's gonna be hard to roll cast as well because <laughs> yeah. that wind's blowing right at you uh good luck yeah. you know I there's hope, a whole I thorn hope, bush right at yeah, your feet they, yeah. <laughs> don't fall into that thorn bush also (laughs) don't stand on top of that log that fish is going to see you you know it's like there's so many different factors coming into it Mm -hmm. where it's like that that can be an intimidating thing um i think for a lot of new people getting into it that i see at least and take out on guide trips like that's a huge and we've talked about it a little bit on this podcast but it's it can be very intimidating Mm -hmm. um especially being with people who do it a lot or like know the area you know i i know i get that way at times with certain people Um, but the best you can do, you know, is, is ask questions about it. You know, I'm like, Hey, how would you do this? How would you set up this cast? Mm -hmm. Or, Hey, show me how you do that. You know, and like, because then you kind of put yourself in a situation like, okay, cool. I'm gaining knowledge, you know, and I'm not necessarily just jumping in there and being like, Oh God, uh," you know, shaking (laughs) your boots a little bit, or it's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Mm -hmm. Like they want me to fish to this fish, but I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Um, it's hard, you know, it's very intimidating coming into that as a new fly fisher. For sure. And I think I learned a lot just by watching you two cast and with your men's especially. Um, that was something that I really picked up on because there's a lot of pocket water. Yeah. So in mending is a huge thing. Um, well, just like also like how Cameron uses like the current in his line to get the bugs where he wants them and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, just how you work work the line to get your... Like we were throwing a hopper dropper, just get your hopper in the right area and stuff like that. Just because, I mean, back in Boise, it's, it's, it's not really like, wide it's open. like deep yeah, lines yeah. And, and kind of wide open and shelves and stuff like that. So this is real pockety and stuff like that. So it's just it's technical, a lot different. Technical it is yeah, a, lot, a lot more technical. <clears throat> yeah. That was something new for me. I've never really fished anything like that. And I was pretty intimidated. It, it, was, <laughs> it was a tough area too. Mm-hmm. Um, just with conditions, like I said, wind and water, you know, like I hadn't been in that area in a little while. And so I couldn't quite remember exactly how it looked. I right. was like, I know there's a couple spots, but mm-hmm. I don't, you know, like, right. I think last time I saw it, it was in the fall. It was a little bit lower water. Um, but I mean, you never know until you go, but right. like, you, and you can walk up and see, like, were you noticing like what we were fishing and like stopping on like those fishy areas? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was something I kind of picked up pretty quick. Yeah. He's real good about that. Was the holding water for these fish. Um, I'm not sure if that's just instinctual from bass fishing and stuff like it that. It probably just, is. Honestly. Yeah. I feel like I picked up that aspect super quick. So I, I think, I think bass fishing, um, there's a, I'm, I'm sure you've, you've listened to the podcast. You're telling me earlier, mm-hmm. you're like, man, I've listened to like every single, that's awesome. Yeah. I was like, I hope you learned something <laughs> or you're just listening to a bunch of guys, you know, be dumb and, <laughs> you know, drink too many beers. But, um, where's I going? Oh, 
Uh, there's a guy on the podcast, Patrick Blackdale, that comes mm-hmm. on, and he was actually talking about that. I don't know if you remember, but he was talking about um, how bass fishing is a lot like like bass fishermen are a lot like fly fishermen in the sense that they're always like trying to figure out new ways and always tinkering yep. and always like. I, I think that plays a lot into where, you know, you can find where fish hold. Like once you figure it out, you're like, oh, I got it. Mm-hmm. Because you've been doing that for so many years with bass. You're like, oh, we're picking up on this. You know, this is where the fish are holding right. here. And then looking at a river, it's it's kind of the same. You can break mm-hmm. down a river and, and look at it and go, okay, fish are going to hide here, 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 and here. You know, and then break that down with how you fish mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and where I actually did a lot of bass fishing for the majority of my life is a delta so it's a tidal system so you're playing the tide and you know the changes throughout the day um and just trying to match that in order to catch those fish and it's kind of the same thing with trout and fly fishing but in a different aspect as far as bugs and stuff like that um so just adapting i i'm sure it's i'm sure bass fishing can be as technical at times Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Depending on the time and the pressure, I mean it gets tough. It definitely gets tough. Um I think there was a moment Cody had fly fishing where it was like, okay. It clicked. Like yeah. it started yeah. to click like that that moment. What was just... that moment for you? The biggest moment we were actually fishing the South Fork of the Boise River again. Past fall, right? Yeah. Past fall. <clears throat> and um shoot, I think we throughout the day we went through three or four different bug changes where we were catching them on one bug, just boom, 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 one after another, and then just dead, just nothing. And then we're like, all right, let's try this out. And then we start stroking them again. And uh, just a few of those changes, I was like, okay, so this is what's going on here. You know, understanding the reason behind those changes and why those bugs were starting to work now, uh, that was a big part in me just understanding the river more. And especially like entomology and all that. Yep. So a lot of people don't pick up on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just interesting. Cause like, I mean, we're catching them on pheasant tails early, I think, or yeah, I think it was pheasant tails. There's, and then there's a hatch going off right after, you know, and just stuff like that and be like, okay, like this is the bugs are coming, you know, coming up to hatch. And it's crazy how quickly that can change too. Right. It really is. Where yeah. it, I mean, it'll just flip a switch, mm-hmm. you know? And like, like you were saying, you're stroking them and then they're just done. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what happened? Yeah. You know, we were catching them, and then all of a sudden, yeah, you make that minute change, um, and then you start catching them again. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I mean, it, it keeps you thinking a lot. Um, it does, and I think I've, that's something that I've learned, you know, as I've progressed in my fly fishing. Um, you know, if something's not working, you better just change it. Yeah. Um, because with bass fishing, that's not necessarily the case. You could just be fishing water where fish aren't really holding and, um, you know, if you put your bait in front of a fish that it, more than likely it's going to eat that bait. Um, but with fly fishing, it's so different. And I was actually telling Tucker about it. Like, I feel like now, especially if I fish a fly for, you know, 30 minutes or so in fishy water, yep. you're like, I, yep. there's yep. gotta be a fish. Exactly. Right. Yep. yep. I just feel, man, something's not right here. It's almost like a gut feeling. Yeah. And, uh, we got to change something. Yep. Something is you, right. You switch yeah. it out. Yeah. And. That's that's my saying on the boat when I, when, when, I'm <laughs> catching, when I'm not catching fish with clients I'm like something's not right we gotta change something is right yeah I mean you know, like, and fishing is just such a confidence game you know really if you're confident in your bugs and yeah. you're gonna catch fish it, isn't that wild how it that is crazy works, where like 
they might not be eating that necessarily, but if you feel it, if you're like, no, this is it, yeah, then you'll you'll catch some fish. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a wild thing. Um, I I don't know, like, I mean, you could go down a huge rabbit hole yeah. of like, <laughs> yeah, collective consciousness, all kinds of stuff. Uh-huh. But like, I mean, if you if it's it's very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, a, a lot of it too is just like you know profile, shape, color, you know, different things, but. Mm-hmm. I think like I've definitely thrown rigs like I I've been the dude to like tie on clients rigs and been like okay I'm good you know like they'll throw one cast but like nope I don't like that like and it's just a gut <laughs> feeling where it's like nope I I got to mm-hmm. change it like I just can't stand the way it looks like yeah. I don't want it on there mm-hmm. and then you change it and then you'll start catching fish I might have caught fish on that first right. rig I might have but it's just like a gut feeling where and I've done that where I'm fishing but as Dane will tell you, you know, like I tinker, like nonstop. you're always changing. I'm always, yeah. I'm like, nope, I don't like that. That bug doesn't look right. You know, blah, blah. I need to change that out. Especially when fishing's tough. Like I get way too in my own head, mm-hmm. like with clients on the boat and all, but like with clients on the boat is different because you got to be more confident. Right. You know, you can't be sitting there like, Oh my God, I don't what know am I going to throw? Oh man, we're not, I don't know what's happening. You know, <laughs> yeah. like you, you can do that on your own time, mm-hmm. you know, but if you got clients on the boat, like, nope, keep throwing it. We're good we're good. It's going to work. It's got to work. <laughs> you're like, you know, and like if they're fishing it right, you know, and like it's fishing fishy areas where you're like, Hey, that should be a fish and they're not catching fish. And it's like, okay, maybe we should tinker a little bit more mm-hmm. and change that bug up. But mm-hmm. like that confidence thing plays a big role, especially guiding where you just got to be like all in and be like, Nope, this is, this has to work. This is going to work. You know, like it's it. This is it. And just cause clients feel like, you know, people on the boat feel, fill off what the guide feel. Oh, know, definitely. Like, they can pick up on how you're exactly. feeling. And if you're sitting there going, I don't know, you know, like, <laughs> I'm like, not sure what's going the on, same way, you, know? you know, then they're like, Oh, great. You know, yeah. like this guy doesn't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there was, I guess, an interesting story that kind of comes to that where I was definitely doing that just happened a couple weeks ago. Really? We, we had um, a charity event up here, mm-hmm. um, that we do two days with Righteous. two different clients each day. Mm-hmm. And the water had literally just bumped like 600 CFS overnight. Oh, geez. And like got to the river and it's just muddy. And you're like, oh, no. Like, here we go. <laughs> Worm. <laughs> and like, yeah, you're throwing worms, you're throwing eggs. Like, you're like, these are going to work. Like, it's got to work. We're fishing the slow water. It's got to work. You know, like, it's going to work. Just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. And then like you hit a point where you're like, we're not catching any fish. Like, I need to change my bugs. I need to change my bugs. And you keep changing out all your bugs and like, in the back of your head, you're like, I should just leave the worm on. What am I doing? Like, leave the worm on. Leave the worm on. And it just didn't work at all. Like, at all. <laughs> and I was skunked for the first time in, like, eight years. Yeah. Were you really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Like, I was completely skunked. And the whole time, I'm like, I don't know, guys. I, I just, and I was freaking out on the inside. You know, I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't understand why they're not eating. I, I don't know. And like, you're like, let's go back to the worm. And you throw the worm and then you're like, oh, we got to take it off. You know, like they're not eating it. Or let's change the worm color. You know, let's try two worms. You know, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's happening. Like there should be a fish there. Mm-hmm. Like fishing all the good slow pocket water, everything that a fish would hide in, mm-hmm. in high water. And they're just not there. And Jeez. Yeah, I got skunked the first day, and the second day, we got four. Okay. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, four more than yesterday. Yes, sir. You know, I was like, doing all right. But it was funny, that first day, we all go back to, like, the lodge where they're hosting the event. And, like, 
you could tell there's like something in the air with all the guides. You know, we're all kind of standing around like, "How'd you do? <laughs> How was your day?" Like everyone's pretty nervous to talk about it. And I like walked in. You know, I like I planned it right. I was like, "I'm gonna go get a beer beforehand." You know, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do this yet. I'm gonna go get a beer beforehand. Go to the lodge. I'll walk in. Like everyone's all timid and like kind of freaking out. And I like walk up to a table full of guides and I was like. I was fishing today, boys. You know, they're like, oh, man. I was like, I got skunked. And I just <laughs> played it right out I, just, I was like, someone's got to get it out there. And then, yeah. like, four other people tried. They're like, so did we. And, like, good guides where you're like, Jeez. well, as long as it's not just me, yeah. you know. Like, I was nervous at first. So I was like, I just got to throw it out there. And I had a buddy call me um, that floated that day, too, right before we got to the lodge. And he was like, so uh, how'd you do today, man? I was like, dude. I didn't catch a single fish. I was like, I didn't see a single fish. And he goes, me too. He's yeah. like, we got goose egg, man. I'm like, well, at least you're not the only one. <laughs> right. You know, Jeez. he's like, man, that makes me so happy to hear that. Like, <laughs> it kind of makes me happy too. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one, but it was rough, man. Like one of the worst like days and it just came up so fast and was so cold. Those fish were just shocked. They were just so shocked. Like, and there's some people who did okay, mm -hmm. you know, like here and there. Um, and it was just one of those times where you're like, I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just stumped. Yeah. And like, I should have just stuck with one rig the whole time, but I was just, you know, trying to, yeah, I was, yeah, exactly. I was just in my head, like, oh, they gotta be eating something. Right. But like, I know they're eating worms, mm -hmm. you know, I just couldn't, couldn't hold on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I would I say couldn't stand it. We went through, at least for me with, uh, we started to chase steelhead this year. Yeah. And your mental game is such a big part in that because you're going a full day from right. sun up till sundown, not seeing a fish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're setting the hook. Who knows how I mean, many yeah, times you have an ounce weight, ounce of weight on yeah, the, on just the rig, bouncing you know? rocks. And every time that indicator Breaking goes off. down, you got to set. Cause you never know which, so, you know, might be the we're fish. Throwing like nine tell us, tell us about like the that. whole thing to, I mean, why you guys even got up there and did decide to do that. Yeah. Like, so, um, Idaho's, Idaho has a pretty good steelhead run. We were fishing a run, which is two year old ocean fish. So they're coming all the way from the ocean over 600 miles, I believe up to, we were fishing the South Fork of the Clearwater river. So they're pretty close to where they're spawning at that point. Um, within, I don't know, 20 miles or probably more, I don't know, 50 miles, um, from where they're spawning around this time of year. So we went up, I went up three times this year. Um, our, that Nick kid, um, his dad has done it quite a bit. Not really the spring, spring runs like we were fishing, but mainly in the fall runs. But we went up to the Clearwater and I went up late January with three guys, Nick, and then one of my other buddies, Cody, Cody didn't make it up that trip. And we fished for two days straight without seeing the fish, even not even knowing if they were in there yet. Cause it was real early. And then um around lunchtime was the water clear like yeah it was pretty okay. clear um it wasn't really runoff yet at that point um and then i think on sunday around lunchtime we saw a fish walking back to the truck we saw a nice a nice fish you and saw was, a fish walking <laughs> we, were, we were walking back to the truck and we saw we, we saw a fish and like, it was man a, that's crazy steelhead. <laughs> i didn't know steelhead do that <laughs> no but then, I know what you meant. Yeah. And then that <laughs> afternoon, um, I actually crossed the river. Uh, the other two guys stayed on the, like, where the river was on your left. I went across, and I hooked up to a, a decent hatchery steelhead. 
I mean like 33, probably 33 inches, which is about average for those fish. And then, um, yeah, it was, it was incredible. First one, just, just nymphing, it was just nymphing. Yeah, yeah. Throwing, um, eggs pretty much. So like beads and crystal meth egg patterns and stuff like that. Um, and you also catch them on big stones and stuff, but not, not too much up there. Mainly, yeah, mainly eggs and stuff. Um, it was, it was chaos when I hooked him. Um, they were way up in front of me and I was yelling at them to get the net down. The fish hardly fit in the net. We had just like trout nets. It, it was crazy, but, um, yeah. And then you were hooked. You were like, was, I mean, this it, is it. Yeah. That's it, a it big, was pretty incredible. big fish. It is. It's yeah. a huge fish. I was on cloud not, nine after not that. Not many people get to hold a 30 inch fish in their mm-hmm. hands. Yeah. And then I don't know, a couple hours later, Nick hooked a really nice fish, netted it, everything. And then I think I caught Oh, I hooked a really big, big fish. Native. Yeah. Hooked a really big buck, um, which the buck is the males. And then the hens are the females. Um, and he took me, like, I don't know, 200 yards downstream. And the water's pretty slow, but it was still, like, a pretty good bank. And, I don't know, icy and stuff like that. So fought him all the way 200 yards down. And then. So, <laughs> I mean, but, like, walking into that situation, did you have prior knowledge, like, or of steel local hunting? knowledge or anything, like, from someone being like, hey, this is what you should be doing. This is what you should be trying. I mean, like John, the owner of the shop, Nick's dad. Kind of set you guys up. Kind of set little, us up a little okay. bit, but he's like, I mean, just, yeah. you know, go for it. Just and go. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it took us two and a half days to figure it out. Yeah. I mean, get one to eat, you know. And they're kind of finicky. Was it more of just, like, wait and, like, check, or just certain areas? I think it was just where the fish were holding. Yeah. I think the, I mean... You just, pretty gotta, much you eat just it had to be it, where exactly. the fish were. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think there was a ton of fish up there at that at that time period. So yeah, we caught. I hooked a big buck and I was trying to tail it down the river in riffles, and I couldn't. I couldn't reach my hand around the tail. It was just he was just too too strong and just I don't know. We we netted him, got one picture of him in the net, and then he flopped out of the net. So I mean, <laughs> we have oh, no man. idea. Yeah, yeah. It's the biggest one of the trip. <laughs> and then we left the next morning, so we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. I guess I hooked one the next morning, a little guy, I mean, 28. And then you, then you came back. <laughs> and then, um, I guess, when was that? When we came back three weeks later, probably. Yeah. About a month later, yep. we came up with six guys. So we had Shay came whole up. Team. We had the whole, yeah, well, like, the whole squad, squad coming squad out. We need out the whole squad. And <laughs> all <laughs> hands on deck for this one. Guys. And it was the worst conditions possible. It's cold, river, nasty. River iced over. Oh, it's yeah. like 10 degrees. We hooked. Nick caught a fish, not in our, not with us. He was up with, so we kind of split up for, and I guess we had seven guys, huh? Mm-hmm. So yeah, Nick caught a fish the last day. And Dang, then, I wouldn't want to roll up on you guys. We're like, oh, <laughs> we're just piling out of the truck. deep in here. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So Nick caught a nice fish that trip. And then uh, our buddy Liam, he hooked a couple, just broke it or I don't know, pulled Popped out. Popped off, yeah. yeah. So that was a tough trip. We I mean, that was like three days between just seven guys, yeah. seven guys, and we landed one fish. Just, it just conditions were terrible. Oh, it, it water eats was up. water oh, was yeah. so low, iced over. It was terrible. And then I guess, yeah, a couple of weeks later, yeah, it had to be. A, yeah. I don't know, not too much longer later. Um, Cody, Nick, and I went up. And, and you're like, let's take a smaller yeah. group this time. Yeah, we're like, ah, we hyped it up too much the first time. Yeah, it was yeah. terrible. You guys got to come. Invite all your friends. Yeah. Let's go. Yep. Yeah, and conditions for that last trip were, they ended up being perfect. Yeah. And there was so much confusion leading up to the trip. We were even going to end up going. Going into it. Because it was supposed to blow out to like 3,000 CFS. And we're like, oh. 
and we needed like 800. So yeah. it was supposed to blow out. Like I was checking the river, like all the, every app, yeah. trying to forecast, like see what was going on. And we timed it up. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Did you make a last minute call to go? Or yeah. I mean, we were like, like, we were, we were actually thinking about going and fishing like Eastern Idaho yeah. instead. Um, we were kind of planning another trip because it was our spring break. So we had a whole week um, to go out and fish and stuff like that. And I knew Nick and Cody and I wanted to go out and make a trip out of it. But last minute we were, you know, we were in the shop at John's shop every day, like looking at weather, trying to yeah. like see what he thought and stuff like that. And yeah, we ended up going up and. And it was good. Go for it, Cody. Yeah, it was perfect. Um, <laughs> the first day I think Tucker hooked one and like shoot the first 30 minutes of fishing. And when you get that first hookup, you're like, oh, it's going to be lights out. We're just going to wreck them. And then you get back into the steelhead lull of things, and yeah, it's like, like oh, it slows man. down. I think that was the first hookup for that day. Yeah, I broke it off. Yeah, that was the only one. And then the next morning, we go to that same area. Um, and I don't think we got bit until the last three hours of daylight. Mm. We made a move, walked down to these. Yeah, we kind of moved down, I don't know, like a half mile probably. Yeah. Not it was more far. riffly. We were fishing real deep, slow water, and then we moved mm-hmm. to a little bit more, like, quicker water. Yeah. And Nick, he actually crossed the river and fished the opposite bank, which looks... You guys say, it like, it's, like, it's, is it hard to cross the river? Yeah, it's, okay. pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty sketchy. Sketchy. Like, yeah. You guys keep saying sketchy. it, like, he actually did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You said that twice now, and I'm like, okay, so it must be hard to yeah. cross. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he got to a point where he couldn't see bottom, and he was just like just gonna go i for don't it. want that <laughs> yeah dude, just go yeah and it ended up being fine we crossed the rest of the days that we were up there um but he was over there for about an hour i would yeah. say and i didn't even see it happen he didn't say anything tucker just goes you hooked up and he just <laughs> shakes his head yes <laughs> he's probably like, nervous to say anything. Yeah. i was like i don't want to say anything <laughs> i don't want to jinx this yeah. one um, that ended up being a really nice fish. Yeah, so I, I crossed, netted it for him. At that point, we had a bigger net. We bought a bigger net, so <laughs> yeah. we, were, we were good You're with that. You're going to need a bigger <laughs> yeah. net. Yeah. Yeah. Need you a guys bigger came net. in un- under gun. <laughs> well, yeah, John was like, hey, I don't know if this net's going to be big enough. And it was like a big net. I mean, big, I mean, pretty big net. And he's like, we're like, what are you talking about? You don't know what you're talking <laughs> about, sure enough. And that's not even close enough to being big enough. So, yeah, we got a bigger net. Uh, I, I crossed, netted it for him. Then we came back and got some pictures and stuff like that and let him go. Um, and, and then, that fish was probably 37, 38 inches. Yeah. It was unreal. Unreal. Oh man. And so did that just get you fired up even more, Cody? You're <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I gotta get one. <laughs> yeah. I was so jacked. And to that point I'd fished for four days without even hooking I, up to anything. Mm-hmm. And, Breaking. um, <laughs> yeah, just a huge mental game. And Nick gave me the honors of the hole where he was fishing, where he hooked that one up. And I was fishing there for a while, shoot, probably hour and a half at least. And my bead started swinging and it just stopped. And I was like, what in the world? And I felt these two giant head shakes and I about just lost my mind. I <laughs> freaked out. The whole world stopped rotating. I mean, I couldn't believe it. You're I was in. like, this is like, oh no. Yeah. Here he, we was, go. he was dead below me and popped off within two seconds. But I was like, okay. I just hooked one. Like, it's not impossible. Yeah. And so for uh, me, if Nick would have hooked that fish, I would have been over there netting it and then start fishing it right away. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, hey, it's my turn. I'm going to start casting. Right. Like, yeah. I, I don't even need the honors. I'm just going to go for it. But <laughs> yeah. that's me. 
I'm like, hey, we're buddies. I'm just going for it. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think 10 minutes later, I hooked into another one in the exact same spot that I did that huh. last one. On the swing. And I had him on for a little bit longer, maybe 30 seconds, but he ended up popping off too. Just like breaking was, or just popping off? No, just popping off. It was tough because he was all the way down Not on the swing. Me. You it's know just how it is bad angle. Um, so the next fish, I ended up making myself even to where I was hooking up with those fish. And I think it was my first or second drift. So you got below them yep, and then started casting up yep. to them. Okay. And it was my first or second drift and indicator went down set. And that was my first steelhead ever. It wasn't a big one. Yeah. It was about Under, 28 inches. Yeah, 20, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, it was a little like, dude. You're like, yeah. nice fish, Cody. It was pretty <laughs> yeah, small. It was fun of mine. <laughs> yeah. no, I don't tired. think we need a picture of this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. That I was a wrap was on it. the day. Yeah. yeah. That was it for the day. And then next day was, that was pretty eventful. Um, it was kind of weird. We were having a hard time understanding it. Like but, it would change every day or what? What do you mean? Just the timing. Okay. Like, I think the next day, we didn't hook up till one thirty. Yeah, so these fish, there's a big hole down below. So these fish Do you are, think they're just moving? Or so, what? I mean, there's, like, crazy. Like new waves of Yeah, them crazy rapids in. coming up and then a big holding ground. So, I think they're mm-hmm. coming up at night, resting for most of the morning, yeah. and then starting to work up yep. to where we were fishing. So, you're just catching waves of mm-hmm. them Yeah, so, in. I mean, they're just coming up throughout, periodically through mm-hmm. the day yeah. through these riffles, basically. Um, and a lot of people fish the deep stuff and stuff like that. But we were, I don't know. I like fishing the quicker stuff more. That's what I'm talking you know? about, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, he knows. I'm like, I'm not fishing that slow <laughs> no, stuff. Like, um, I don't fish frog water. <laughs> yeah. So we, we woke up the ne- woke up the next morning, and um, we were a little bit later. I mean, it's pretty usually a pretty early game yeah. with steelhead and fishing, but we were crossing, so we were yeah. like, we right, I mean, no one else is going to cross. Yeah. So we got out there about 9 in the morning and fished for a few hours, and then did you hook up? <laughs> Who hooked the first? Nick? I think the first one was that big one that I hooked in. Was it? Yep. So, I mean, it was mid-afternoon probably. Um, yeah, one thirty, two o'clock. And off that same, same. I mean, we, we caught all of our fish around the same rock, like standing yeah. on the same rock basically. Same run. Huh. So they're just coming up that yeah. same run. And you, you just, just moving that, up. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. spot perfectly. Yep. yep. And just throwing beads and stuff, and <laughs> Cody hooked up. And <laughs> yeah, it was – such a surreal moment because Tucker was sitting down on the rock next to me and I was like, I'm, I don't know something about this moment right now. I'm, I'm feeling it. Like, I feel like we're going to run into one and make a few more drifts and my indicator drains and I stick and I knew immediately it was a fish. Isn't that a great feeling though? Yeah. Like that's fish. But I mean, it's just like that hollow feeling, you know, and then it's just big head shakes with those fish, especially after working so hard. You're just like, finally. Yeah. Get That's, to look into one. And it was such a weird fight because we didn't see him till eight uh, minutes of the fight. Yeah. He, I think it was I like mean, almost a 15-minute fight. And we were – I mean, Nick was videoing him stuff, and we didn't see the fish just on the bottom, right? I'm, like, I'm sitting over, like, the edge looking right. Like, the indicator's going right down. Don't see the fish. Yeah. So just he came right over to the bank that we were on and went up and down probably seven or eight different times just in the same little 20, 30-yard stretch. He would just go up make me run up there, go right back down, and I would just keep doing it. And uh, finally he dropped down. And uh, Like, like a hard little, runs or what? There was or like a little like back eddy. Runs. Yeah, I mean, what we were fishing It wasn't like, no. or was it like just slowly was, It's working. just like a bulldog. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's like a bulldozer just going. He made one big run across the river. And at that point, I think just before that, we had seen him. So we were all pretty nervous. And uh, he made that big run, and I was just – 
I was like, oh gosh, just need to land this fish. And, um, I don't know. It just ended up working out. There was actually a point in time where I thought he popped off. Yeah. Like the line slipped or something weird. It was just huh. like he like wrapped or something. Yeah. And all of a sudden the line slipped, all of us were like, oh, but then he was still hooked. So we are yeah. like, it was, it was really weird. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it, but huh. yeah, like the indicator just slipped up and then it was still on. Yeah. It's crazy. Huh. Yeah. And, um, got him in the net and I just, I cannot believe it. He's laying think, down on the bank on his oh, back, I, I oh, full out lay, laying on the bank. I'm I remember like, seeing that. Video. Just full shock. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, full shock. I mean, you got it at a point like that. And that yeah. fish was like, man, you're you're spoiled now. <laughs> I am. That's what I, I mean. I am. Yeah, you're spoiled now. And that was like a 40 inch fish. Yeah, like close to it. Oh, and giant, native, buck, crazy. Sounds nothing like my steelhead <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> but that's i mean that that it's awesome that you guys endured that hard and mm-hmm. just kept oh, going and kept I mean, going yeah. you I mean, guys are young you can do yeah. that yeah I mean, we fished a lot and then yeah so yeah he, we worked for it that's yeah. for sure he caught that one that was the biggest of the trip and then i don't know probably like 40 minutes later i hooked up on a really nice fish as well I mean, just like railing him 37 <laughs> you know like 37 inches just burning it down over there <laughs> and yeah it was it was crazy it is incredible. That's yeah. all right. So I'm We're assuming ruined. you guys are going to go back. Oh yeah, we'll be yeah. we'll be back oh, yeah. up there. I want to go. Come on, let's I, go. you did invite me. I just couldn't go at yeah. the time. Yeah, I, I think we invited you for the third trip yeah, too. You <laughs> I can't say I didn't get an invite. I just I just couldn't go. Yeah. But I'll I'll have to make it happen. Yeah, you have to make it up there. Um, because yeah, I I've had one steelhead experience and it was brutal. I, I'm not, I mean, I don't need to get it. It's too long of a deal, but <laughs> it was just like, I mean, you know, like you just never know what you're going to experience on a fishing trip, whether yeah, it's going to be sure. like, you, you can't, there's only so much you can control, you mm-hmm. know? And so you can't, you can't control the weather. You can't control the water. You can't control anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, like when we get, we were fishing in Michigan, I had a buddy who grew up in Michigan. And so we drove, you know, whatever it was, 22 hours, like straight through up to Michigan. And the, the day before we got there, it rained like 18 inches. Oh my gosh. And so the rivers were just completely blown out. And we're like, well, we're here, you know, like we got a fish and we fished a week straight for the most part. Uh, just brutal, cold, like Mm. high water, just like lost every bug we owned, you know, like it just cause you couldn't see what was going on. Um, Jeez. and never saw fish you know just like mm-hmm. it was brutal it sucked and i was like i don't need to do that anymore you know yeah. like they didn't want but i know there's better times and there's better places and i mean it was just one of those situations where yeah. it was like nothing panned out the way we wanted it to pan out and like um, i was saying earlier it is such a mental game yeah. because by that third day i mean you're throwing eight nine weights with as much weight oh, you're as you worn can out. put on and, yeah. and your yeah. right arm is just you're getting calluses on your hand. Your wrist is shot. I mean, you're just praying to God just to make another drift. You're just like, come yeah. on, just one more. Just because you never know. Just that one, I mean, yeah. like, I never, that one drift can do it. Right. Yep. You know, like you just never know. Yeah. And like our hands are cramping getting back. From, like in the lodge, like our, my fingers are stuck like this from holding the rod all day. I also, on the last trip, I broke two rods. Oh, man. Crazy. Burnt yeah. holes in brand new yeah. Sims waders. He burnt holes in brand new How'd Sims. How'd you burn? Starting a fire? Or what? <laughs> so what were you s- doing out there? <laughs> <laughs> we had a fire going. I was sitting next to it. Not too close, but close enough. <laughs> and <Not> too close. <laughs> but close enough to burn my waders. <laughs> For some reason, it ended up blowing up like pop. and sending chunks of wood everywhere. 
Huh. And it, I was like, what in the world? It sounded like a gunshot. And I was sitting right there. And I'm like, all right, do I have my fingers and everything? I'm checking everything <laughs> I mean, off. This is like a- <laughs> <laughs> and then I looked down at my waders, and it, it just oh, looks no. like someone took a shotgun and just. Oh, no. I was like, oh. Did you patch them or did you were like, I, I got to get some new ones. I can't yeah. do this. Luckily, Nick, he had an extra pair. So I rocked those for the rest of the trip. And then I just got another pair. You probably would have gotten a leaky pair for me. I'm like, I got an extra pair, <laughs> yeah, but they're going to yeah, leak. They have holes yeah, so much I'm wearing there. the good ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Sorry. No, you have to come with extra stuff yeah. on those trips. I mean, we brought, I think, four extra rods. I mean, we brought, with the three of us, I think we had like seven rods and then five pairs of waders or something yeah so i mean you have to if yeah. you're gonna go up, you just I mean, never know what you're gonna encounter exactly. like you could have a fire blow up and then <laughs> exactly you know, or break who knows rods. what he's doing he <laughs> yeah. might have been throwing black cats in there mm-hmm. we don't know yeah but yeah i mean it sounds like a pretty pretty epic time that's it is it's sure. pretty fun yeah yeah i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna definitely need to get in on one of those mm-hmm. yeah you'll have to make it up yeah we'll, we'll make it happen again i'm sure we'll be up a couple times this next year and like the where we were we were staying it's a little lodge so it's really nice like for the town it's super nice little yeah. lodge and stuff we stay in it's not super expensive and so stuff. you can shower and like exactly you know, get, get warm mm-hmm, and cook yeah, food at night nice. and stuff like that so That's it's not sweet. just like camping in your truck and stuff did, did you have like a little kitchenette or something yeah there's oh, okay. kitchen full okay. kitchen and sweet. shower and everything nice. so that's awesome it's super nice and they the guy is super super nice about like letting us come up and what what like pound test were you guys rocking so we were throwing zero x okay. so uh, I think it was like 18 pound test okay. or something like that. And we were still, was it like steelhead tippet or was it? We were just, just... throwing floral. Yeah. Right. Just like scientific angler or something. Um, and then we were throwing same leaders, just nine foot zero X. And then, yeah, just running beads bas- mainly. Um, and I mean, I'm, I'm assuming your hooks were pretty big below those. Yeah. Beads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty big. We haven't, I don't know if I've discussed too much about beads on this podcast, yeah, but I'm sure some people will be like, Oh my God, they're all beads. You know? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, for steelhead, then that's kind of what you do. Yeah. You know? I mean, and I mean, people do worse things than yeah. just throw a single bead. You know, mm-hmm. people throw egg sacks, people throw all kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah. I mean, they're throwing fish. Exactly. Yeah. So I've never done it for trout, but I've done it for, done it for steelhead. Don't you lie. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. Not yet. I've definitely thrown some beads in my day. I'll, I'll do it. I've definitely point. tried all the colors of the rainbow <laughs> floating down the river. You're like, I got three different ones on here. Well, we, they're all, it looks like a stoplight coming right. out of the river. Like, hope one of these works. I've tried it. Yeah. So I, we're throwing mainly big, big soft beads. Um, mm. I don't know if you've ever seen okay. those, but like the bigger have soft you ever, beads. Have you ever heard of ale eggs? I haven't have you ever seen those. Um, there's this guy out of Colorado. I'm not going to say his name on here. I, he probably, I don't know if he wants that or not, so I'm not going to say it. Um, but he makes these things called ale eggs and it's, um, cause you know where the beat originated. Mm-mm. It originated in Alaska and it was a guide guide rig, you know, like, I mean, hmm. they just kind of figured this out. Um, and back in the day, you know, it, it wasn't, I guess it wasn't, I don't know if PC is the right word, um, but there was a lot of tag end between your bead and your hook. Gotcha. And so it was a lot of snagging going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were noticing that. And that's why a lot of people hate beads right. is because there's a lot of snagging going on. Um, and they don't believe that it's technically a fly because you're hooking them with the hook that's below your right. bead. Um, and so generally, like the rule of thumb is what I try and practice if I, if I do throw beads, which I I do occasionally, I do, um, is, you know, an inch to an inch and a half yeah. is what I shoot for. But this guy makes these ale eggs 
and it's actually like you can buy kits online from this guy. I don't know if he sold the company. If he still, it's been a while since I've talked to him, but it it looks like a trout bead on a hook, but. Like, I mean, he sends you thread, he sends you wire, everything you need, and you basically, like, wrap the hook with thread, and then it looks like a zebra midge with a bead on it. <laughs> like, it's... Pretty big? It, I mean, as yeah, big, as, big as, as you want. want. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you could tie them at home, you know, you, right. like, you could shove a bead on a hook and, you know, put your thread and your wire on, but it, it literally looks like a zebra midge with a bead, <laughs> like a trout bead. Uh, but this guy swears by them, um, and they, he calls them ale eggs. Um, we'll have to check them out. Yeah, and I, I again, I don't. I'm not sure if he still sells the kits or not. But you could look up how to tie them. Back in the day, he sent me a video, and he was like, "Hey, this is how you do it. Like, you don't need to buy a kit, you right. know." But I'm trying to sell the kits. Yeah. Um, I didn't buy any, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that's kind of a dick move. But yeah, I didn't buy any. Um, but <laughs> I tried tying them, and I mean, it's not hard. But I was like. You know, it's a confidence thing. Right. Like, I first mm-hmm. started throwing them. I was like, these are never going to work. Yeah. And so I just took it off and then went back to the bead. But Yeah. I mean, it's 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 definitely interesting. You know, like, I was curious because we throw the crystal. I don't Have you ever seen a crystal meth egg mm-hmm. pattern? So it's basically, I don't even know how to explain it, but. It's, it's like a thicker midge braid. It's like okay. a braid. And okay. then you, like, like wrap it. Like, I don't, it's so hard to explain. I'll yeah, have to show you. Yeah, make humps out of it. You make, like, humps on top of the hook with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and that that's, like, the hook is inside the, you know, it's, like, yeah. it's like a fly, like a real fly. Yeah. But we threw those the first trip, and then there's a bunch of people catching them on bees and stuff. So, we're, like, we're, we're trying to figure this out, you know. But I was, like, you know, like, I was looking at it, like, I mean, how do you, how does the fish even get hooked, you know, with the, with the hook below the bead, yeah. you know. But and I, I think, well. I mean, yeah, most of the time, if you do it right, then you'll, you'll hook them right in the mouth. Yeah. I mean, we hooked all of our fish right in the corner of the mouth. Yeah. So and that, that, that's really the only controversy people have with that is mm-hmm. that they're like, oh, you're foul hooking them, mm-hmm. you know, and they still even call it foul hooking them, even if they're not in the mouth. Cause they're like, well, they're not eating your hook. And it's like, hmm. uh, you're, I you're, mean, you're I guess right. you're right. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know for a fact, but I remember Wyoming was talking about banning them really? for a while. Um, I'm not sure if they did or not, but I mean, it was a big thing where they're like, these think, need to be banned. I feel like it's a bigger thing for trout over steelhead. You know, I think for, yeah. for a lot, like, but why do we, why do we exactly make true? You know, like what's what, the, what's the boundary? Yeah. Exactly. It's like the lot, last you know, one. and it's like, here, here's a crazy thing too. And we, we did talk about it a little mm-hmm. bit, but it's like, you know, what's the difference You're fishing between, for these fish? Yeah. We're the, fishing to spawning fish. Exactly. Yep. They're coming up to spawn. You yeah. know, that's the only reason they're there. Yeah. And it's like you can fish bass on beds. Exactly. You mm-hmm. know, like what's the difference here? Like mm-hmm. where do we draw this line? Exactly. But, I mean, we don't need to get into that <laughs> yeah. whole conversation. Yeah, got to <laughs> last one. But, I mean, I mean, where do you – seriously, though, you know, it's hard. Like it's gray area. And it is. And it's like, you know, same with the bees. It's like where do we draw the line? You know, like what's a fly and what's not? You know, and I mean – the last podcast we did that kind of got deleted some, like we had a huge conversation about Pertagon flies oh, really? and it was like, you know, like we were kind of hating on our buddy who was there. Cause he's like, well, they work. And I'm like, yeah, but like, you know, where do we draw a line? You know, like mm-hmm. where, where do we draw this line? Like, is it a fly? Is it not a fly? Mm. Like, what are we doing here? Um, it, it's just, it's interesting because I mean, a beat is not a fly, right? you know, like mm-hmm. it's not, but is it? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Right. Like, I mean, it go both ways. If you're fly fishing, then it's a, it's a fly, right? 
right? I don't know. Yeah. It's a hard, Jeez. it's a hard distinction. Cause I mean, you could, you could throw a worm under, it's like, I don't consider a worm yeah, a fly me technically. I'm like, dude, it's a worm. Like, yeah. I, it's not necessarily a fly. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a hard distinction. It's such I, a hard, I don't know like line. how to get, even get into that uh, because I mean, people are gonna be like, Whoa, this is a fly. <laughs> that's not, and it's like, dude, no one really knows. Like we're all just making it up as we go. Yeah. You know, like we can all say what we're doing, but everyone else is going to have, everyone has a different mindset yeah. or different. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, ha- I have a, a buddy that I, I work with in the gorge. who's like, he hates beads, like absolutely despises them. Like he's got, he's got stickers in his shop and like signs in his <laughs> <No> shop. <bee. laughs> that, yeah. It's yeah. like, we don't sell beads here. We sell flies. And it's like, you know, I don't blame you. Like yeah. I'm on both sides of yeah. the spectrum. Like Go both ways. I'll fish them, you know, but like, yeah, you don't sell them. So I'm not going to shop here, you know? Like, right. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, uh, but it's like, some people are just that way where they're yeah. like, nope, no beads. But like, I mean, sometimes the OG, you know, egg, the, um, I can't even think of the material right now. I know exactly what it's been so long since I've thrown one, but like just the OG yarn egg, you know, mm-hmm. like will crush, but they and don't get fish often. Right. You know, I want those beads, but it's like a beads perfectly round. It looks, but I don't know. They, to me, it's a confidence thing. I'm like, exactly. I know I'm gonna catch a fish on that. Mm-hmm. It's a, I mean, it just, it just goes both ways. You never know how people are going to take it or, you know, I, mean, I don't know. I don't really see any any problem with it but. no but um sounds like a pretty sweet steelhead trip though it was yeah it was incredible yeah, yeah. yeah we were it was, it was really incredible so what's what's your next thing then like now that you've peaked there you know <laughs> oh, like yeah. are you already thinking about the next thing yeah I you're like this, i want to do this i think this next year we're going to try and make it down to pyramid oh right? nice we're gonna pyramid. Yeah. Pyramid a you little texted bit. me about yeah. that yeah just curious and see if you'd fished it at all or anything. No, you know, I'd like to go at some point. Um, maybe we should all go on that That's trip. Yeah. Um, be like mid midpoint. The, the dude who used to be the manager at black Canyon anglers, he, he fished that a ton, um, like a lot and he'd have some pretty good info. And I do have a, another buddy who went last year or two years ago, mm-hmm. maybe, and they did pretty well. But it'd be interesting to go check out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure really what the best time of the year is. I think like the winter, like, I, I'm pretty like, sure spring is yeah. is definitely the like bigger fish and better time of the man, year. Man, you were just trophy hunting, aren't you, Coach? You're just <laughs> like, <laughs> you're, like, like, am. you're like, man, I just want the biggest <laughs> and the best fish there is. Shoot, I know. I was talking to Tucker about it yesterday. I was like, man, I'm only like a year into this. Yeah, fly you, fishing he's game, already caught like, a 40 inch steelhead yeah. in over 20 inch I, like browns. i said you're spoiled dude you can only <laughs> go am. downhill from there. <laughs> I, know. I know i'm just gonna ride the high as long as I yeah can. you should i mean yeah you can get into the salt water game and all yeah. that which is a whole nother thing but i mean as far as trout go like you're you're just on a downward slope <laughs> now you're like man i peaked at trout shoot i don't know i'm so you start dry fly fishing speaking that's, of that's what we're about to, yeah. shoot um what do you, you mean that's what we're about, about to, to get do? into it's about yeah he, he's the, wanting uh, to get into it Oh, like I thought you guys were like, oh, you got a dry fly spot? You're not me? <laughs> no, no. Are you going to go fish dry flies without me, dude? We got into it a little bit um, in the last week or so. Yeah. The Oahe River in Oregon. Um, World renowned brown yeah. trout fishery. And they're eating dry? Uh, they're eating the sun. There's okay. a, yep. another, I mean, caddis hatch going off mm-hmm. uh, when we were over there on Sunday. Sunday, yeah. Um, incredible caddis everywhere but the fish were really not eating too much yeah. i don't know if it's just early or you know like there's caddis and the water looked good 
yeah, really good. I mean, there's fish eating them, but not yeah. like consistent like yeah. I would think. Like there's thousands of caddis on the water and not a Here few fish. Yeah, it's a it's a weird phenomenon. It is really weird. I we, was a little bit happens. like yeah, I, I don't really understand. Like I've understand seen that, that super much. I've seen that before. I don't know why I keep going. I keep smacking. <laughs> I keep smacking. <laughs> I just noticed it. I was like, man, I keep smacking. Um, I don't know why, but I've seen that a couple times up here. I'm sure other people have seen it elsewhere. That'll probably be like, well, this is what happens, you know, but they probably have a scientific yeah, thing right. that's Reasoning. going on. Yeah. They're like, well, you know, the fish are sitting out here and the bugs are swimming, whatever. <laughs> but um, I've seen it out here before where the water has been good and caddis everywhere. I mean, just swarms like you're mm-hmm. eating them, you know, yeah. like they're just flying into your face like, everywhere, everywhere. And nothing's looking up at all. Um, the only thing I can attribute to out here is I think the water's too cold. Like the fish just aren't ready yet. Like those, it's, it's warm enough for those caddis to be mm-hmm. hatching, mm-hmm. you know, but the, the fish just aren't ready yet is the only thing I can think Which, of. Which I mean would make sense. It's coming out of a reservoir right above it. So okay. I mean, it's a yeah. tailwater yeah. as so well. So it's cold. So it's yeah. pretty, pretty chilling. We were yeah. fishing pretty close to the dam. So, I mean, that, that could make sense. And we really started pick, picking up more fish on the, we were just on double dry. Uh, later once like the hatch was kind of over we started picking up more fish which is Pro- interesting like they're coming it again <laughs> I just keep snacking. um you know just like the last couple couple bugs the only on the thing water. i can think of with that is that the water has warmed like the really? fish have warmed up a little mm. bit yeah i yeah. don't know i mean they're eating that's the them, only thing i can think but for as many fish as are in that yeah in that river they were not eating them as much as they should have been. man i was telling you guys before caught a good caddis hatch yeah it was incredible it was, it was pretty sweet yeah I don't. I don't think I got to talk about it on the last Let's talk podcast. About it. Hear it, man. I was. I was telling you. I was just like like a kid in a candy store, dude, just grinning ear to ear and just bouncing up and down in my belly, like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> like just stoked. I mean, the the first day we went, it was funny because we showed up to the river at noon. Like we went to my buddy's house to like go pick up his parents' car. And if, you know how parents are like, oh, come inside. Yeah, we'll make we'll lunch. some cookies. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're doing, and we were like, we got to go. Like, we got to get on the water. And we ended up hanging out there for a couple hours, you know. And then it was like, all right, we got to get this show on the road. You know, like, it's noon. Mm-hmm. And we put in, and, like, when we're dropping the boat, there's caddis everywhere. Like, and, oh, like, there's no. fish rising under the bridge. And, you know, you're like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> Here, Here we go. We go. <laughs> like, this is on. And my buddy I've been fishing with lately, um, he, like, he had fished it a couple days before that, and I just, I straight up, I was like, dude, we're not throwing a nymph at all. Like, we're going to throw dries. Like, this is, if this is what you want to do, which, if you're on my boat, this is what you want to do. <laughs> we're throwing dries. Right. Um, and so we just stuck it out. I mean, the first part was a little slow for whatever reason, and then all of a sudden it just clicked, man. And it was, like I was telling you earlier, it was like, every every other cast Jeez. you're getting an eat and it each each eat was a little different you know i mean if you see if you see a lot of caddis hatches you know like and, and you see what caddis do they bounce a lot mm-hmm. they skate a lot sometimes they're on the water for a moment kind of dead drifting and they'll skate a little bit or bounce up and fly off um and so each each eat was a little bit different you know the first day they wanted it skated a lot like they wanted a ton of movement and so, I mean, you were just getting trout flying out of the water coming out. And so you'd miss a ton of fish. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> right? And you just put one back in and skate it again. Oh, my God. You know, like, oh, it's, it's happening. And it was just, it was just, it was wild. And then the second day was a little bit different. They, you know, at first we put in earlier and 
earlier than noon. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, they wanted it a little bit slower. They didn't want it moving as much. I don't know if they were just a little bit slow to react that morning. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit colder the night before. And so it was more of like kind of skate a little dead drifted a little skate mm-hmm. a little dead mm-hmm. drift. Um, but it was, man, it nothing better than like early season drive for me. Like if anyone listens to this podcast, they know I'm always preaching dry flies. Uh-huh. Like, man, that is it. That's the epitome of fly fishing. And for me that day, like I got to fish a ton, which was awesome. Um, and like, I got a pretty good fix of it, but it was cool because where we were at, um, like there's so many fish per square mile that, I mean, you're seeing fish rising all the way down the river and you're like, Oh, there's, there's no, Oh my God, where do I throw this thing? You know, like, am I going to target a fish or am I just going to put it out there? Mm -hmm. But most of the time when you target one, like if you saw one eat, it was cool because like you'd look down river and you're like, oh, there's a rise right there, and like you'd lay a cast out and he's like, he was about right there, <laughs> and then you'd hook him and you're like, oh my god, like so sick. if you could have every day the guide trip like that, where you're like, you're gonna catch one right about there, thunk, you know, like, <laughs> right? I mean, you could just time it, like you could see him and just time it, yep. and they'd eat it almost every time. And there's one I remember Jeez. specifically; it was in like four inches of water, like real fast water. And coming right, he was at the top of a shelf, kind of like a, just a little bucket. Mm-hmm. And I just saw like his back come up. And I was like, "Oh, there's a fish right there!" But he wasn't like eating yeah. hard, you know, like chasing caddis. He his back just kind of came out of the water. And my buddies were on, and I like put one. And I was like, "I know there's one right," and I just dead drifted it. I was like, because he wasn't really aggressive. Aggressive, yeah. and I was like, "I'm just gonna dead drift this one right over him." I mean, he just couldn't even refuse. Just <laughs> he like, just had to come up and just get like, a little taste. And just sipped it, and it was like, oh, my God. You're <laughs> like, just like, oh, you can see him. Oh, this is just sight fishing to the max, mm-hmm. you know. Or you, and you're if you're rowing, you know, you're like, okay, there was a rise, you know, 1 o'clock, like five feet off the bank, you know, put one in there. Okay, skate it, boom, you know, and they'd right. hit it. And you're like, oh, my God. This is incredible. Like, Dude, this is push button, you right, know. Like, you can just – this is push button. Mm-hmm. Um it was pretty cool. You don't get days like that yeah. often, and um, especially like, when they're rising right. so consistently. Yeah, I mean, we were fishing the O, what we call it, the O over in Oregon. Um, we fished it. I fished it like four days in a row before we left, um, driving over there. And it's interesting how much it changes every day. You know, like the I fished the evening before we went early the next, and then we went early the next morning, and they were, they were like in the skating as well that evening, and then the next morning. No skate. No skate. That I think, it. I mean, it's got to do something to, or be be something to do with water tip and like the egg layers, like the cat is coming back to the water and, mm-hmm. and laying eggs. Like they're bouncing a lot more in the right. evening, laying those eggs. And so that's, that's got to definitely play in. Yeah. It. But that evening I had a, I caught a, I caught a bunch of little fish on the dries, which is fun. I was just throwing double caddis. Um, and it's fun to see fish come up. You know, I haven't seen fish come up all winter or I mean, yeah, in a while. Not, there's not a ton of dry flesh fishing around us. Um, but I, I was just dead drifting one and I had this, this really nice, I don't know, like 16 inch, inch brown, which is pretty decent for around there. Come up and just slowly just sip it, sip it, just stuck. It's so good. You (laughs) just see a shadow come up and just, Oh my gosh. Those are, I think those are some bit. The exploding fish are cool, yeah. you know, when they're flying out. I mean, of they're water jumping out of the water for you. Yeah, so. trying to eat. But the sippers are my favorite because they, like, you. I often wonder, like, what are they thinking right now? You know, like, <laughs> why did they choose to do? And they're just so like, they're like, 
cool as a cucumber, man. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I got this, you know, and yep. they come up and just, and then and you're like, you don't got like, gotcha, yep. you know, and like, to me, like, every time I see one of those, I'm like, ooh, like, what was going through your head, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you thought you had that in the bag. Yeah. And it was cool because he was like coming down, he was like following it downstream. Oh, and those like, are cool. Yeah. When they're sipping it yeah. down, uh-huh. those are cool. He just cool. came up and just... Yeah. And yeah. let him eat it. And, and when you can whoosh. see him, like, recorrect and then chase your bug downstream, like, oh, my <laughs> God. Dude. Like, it just, it, there's something about it. There's something. So cool. It, it's just so it's instinctual, especially when those hatches are going mm-hmm. like that. Like, they just can't help themselves. Like, it, I, I don't know how to, it's like crack cocaine for them, you know? They're like, I got to get it. I got to get yeah. it. I need mm-hmm. more. I need more. And yeah. it just, you, you got to gotta go every day yeah. you, know? you have like, to when it's, you, you when, it's just, good, you have when to. it's good you gotta go like yeah. it's hard not to i mean like there you could catch fish all day long throwing an indicator rig i mean you could catch 100 yeah. fish a day if you wanted to on just midge and yeah pheasant tail but it, it was cool to see fish come up and mm-hmm. eat eat on top just I yeah that was kind of my real first experience with dry fly fishing that's Haven't what i was really, gonna ask next yeah. i was gonna haven't really done it too much in this past like week or so. I've done it a little. It's a different bit, yeah. different cast too. Oh man, everything's different. Yeah. Um, especially when you're fishing in high winds and stuff. Your men's, I mean, you can't hardly do anything with your fly line. But that's your, that's what that's what's cool right. about about the caddis is that with that wind blowing is oh, yeah, like it bounces. Yeah. You can just pick your rod up and it'll just so like just bounce it. You yeah. can fish it almost downstream mm-hmm. and cast downstream and then just lift your rod up and just bounce it and like bring it up towards you and then <laughs> yeah. lay it down. Bring Always. it up towards you. And especially with that wind, like you mm-hmm. can just you can play it. That's why I try and tell people a lot, you know, is like don't fight the wind. You can't use it. You know, no, like yeah. use the wind to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Try to use the wind to your advantage. You know, as much like, as you can. Yeah. As much as you can. Mending everything. You know, mm-hmm. like the wind's blowing upstream on you, and you got to throw them in. Just lift your rod up. It'll just move your line upstream. Right. You don't even have so to easy. throw them in. Yeah. You just lift your rod up. It'll <laughs> mend. You just set it back down, and it throws them in. You're like, well, that was easy. <laughs> I didn't have to do anything. You know, right? I just mm-hmm. and you, because again, like you can't control that. Mm-hmm. The one thing you can control is like what you're doing with the wind you know and like how not to fight it and you how can, you're using it and how you're using it to your yeah. advantage mm-hmm. you know and like if you can cast a lot further when that wind's oh, yeah. blowing too you know like, <laughs> <laughs> at times you know like if you go to roll cast and that wind's blowing upstream it's like man i didn't know i could cast all <laughs> that fly line you know you're, like, you're backing like roll casting <laughs> yeah you're like i had no idea i could do that you know, but mm-hmm. I mean, use it to your advantage. Yep. Like as that's the way. Can, yeah. yeah, especially with those caddis. Like yeah. you can just bounce them. Just use the mm-hmm. wind to bounce them. And we and were we were good about just casting like even with us, and then just you know like yeah. hopping it all the way yeah. down, and then just that's whoosh. the cool part about caddis is they don't have to dead drift. Right. You know, you can like, skate them. Yeah, and, and move you them can around. mess up. A, you can really botch a good drift. <laughs> and still get to eat. <laughs> you know, and still get get yeah. eat. Um, I think the coolest thing for me with throwing dry flies where we were throwing a hopper dropper most of the time if we weren't throwing like a caddis or something and just the refusals just uh, big fish come up and just kiss it yeah like they would even touch it they just, you're just like oh just my gosh yeah. mm. or they're just yeah. like completely vertical yeah. just standing like yeah. looking like, straight up thing? you're just like never mind just yeah, go right it, back down and it just drives you insane it does yeah. it does but then it makes you wonder for me i'm like okay what will they eat right right yeah. Well, it's like the same thing with him. He's throwing a, a little hopper and then a dropper off of it. And he had made like 
probably 20 casts in this one seam, and then one time it just eats the hopper. Like, huh. you know, what, yeah. what makes you eat the hopper this yeah. one time? Like, what triggers I wonder, you? I wonder if you cut your droppers off. Mm, that'd be a good point. That'd be interesting. I mean, Try. if you're getting a bunch of refusals like that, mm-hmm. just cut your droppers off and then see what happens. Hmm. That's a good point. never thought about that. Mm-mm. It's worth a shot. Yeah. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. like try anything once right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is worth a shot i mean i know there's certain sections that i fish um down lower on the gunny where like if you have a dropper on that hopper they won't the big Don't fish eat won't eat the hopper at all and then hmm. you cut it off and it's like psh, now they're eating it interesting i don't know if it just like it's the way it floats it or sits or the way it's drifting like they know and sometimes they'll come up and look and then other times they won't even look at it and then you'll cut your droppers off and then they'll start crushing it. Jeez. Yeah. So, I I mean, it's something to, and I didn't know that, you know, I was like, no, no, if they're going to eat the hopper, they're going to eat it with them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, They'll eat it with the droppers on. They don't care. But then I was, I was corrected pretty fast. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, Nope, you got to cut them off. Okay. Um, so that's worth a shot (laughs) next time to think about. There's all these new little, like all these things that you don't know. Learning every day. Yeah, exactly. Like you're picking, but, What's cool is like you have a good group of people around you, dude. Like, oh my god! I mean, your learning curve, dude. I wouldn't be where I am now if I yeah. weren't surrounded with the people that I am. Imagine if you with. just started this on your own. You're like, I have no friends. I don't, know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like really no, know no, no one to teach me. Yeah, you're no gonna clue. look one of those, look like one of those guys on the banks, you know, just waving his <laughs> arm around, <laughs> like no idea what's going on. You're like, man, you need some friends, <laughs> yeah. you know, like. No, I'm I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, very grateful. I mean, that's what's nice about the fly shop being so close to us and us being so good friends with that family is I could just go in there on my lunch break and just be like, hey, yeah, have a few questions. Yeah. And um, just have a conversation for like 30, 45 minutes. Yeah. Just fishing. That's what they're there for. Yeah. Yeah. Which is it's awesome. Which is cool. Yeah. yeah. Fly shops like that are cool. So I feel like you get a lot nowadays where people don't really, you know. Yeah, it's weird. It's hard. It's, it's I weird. mean, it's hard if you don't know the people also. Yeah. You know, it definitely helps thing. that you know those people. But, I mean, I, I, I'm under I, – I believe that every fly shop should be like that, though. For sure. You know, like you don't have to give all the info away. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you should at least be friendly and be like, yeah, I'll help you out. Right. You know, I'll, I'll show you a little, a mm-hmm. couple little spots, you know. Like, yeah, it's going to be crowded. But, you know, like you're not going to show them your secret, secret spot. But, you know, you're going right. to help them out. And, you know, because that's an intimidating thing, too, going back to it is like not knowing a whole lot and then walking into a fly shop and having a bunch of dudes who do it all day, just or girls, women, whatever, bunch, bunch, bunch of people, of people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> staring at you and being like, what's this guy doing in our shop? You yeah. know, like he looks like he doesn't know what he's doing. And yeah. like it could be super intimidating. Um, and there's a million flies to choose from. Oh, yeah. And, and you're like, I have no idea what I'm looking yeah. at. Yeah. I don't know what any of this stuff exactly. is. Like. I didn't know there were so many flies. Like, a lot of people have no clue, and a lot of people. I feel like a lot of people walk into fly shops and they're like, "Oh, that's too much for me." Yeah, and they yeah. just walk around to be nice, and then they walk out and they walk out of there going, "Holy crap!" Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. I have no idea what I was no just clue. looking at. Well, like I was saying earlier, you know, fishing some river and people are all talking about the PMD hatch. Yeah, going off at this set time, and I'm like what in the world is a PMD? Like it's just <laughs> no clue. Just, I'm just going to keep throwing my same flies that I always do. I don't know. Zebra midge. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. People are like, oh, they're eating PMDs. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> they sure are. What the hell is that? <laughs> do you just, know what it is now? Oh yeah. 
Yeah. What is it? Pale morning duck. <laughs> you were a little nervous. Like, is, he, is this a trick question? <laughs> I had to make sure I had all my yeah. words right. Well, I mean, yeah. No. It's it's very intimidating. I, there's, there's times where I... Like, people will say flies, and I'm like, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I just tell them, like, I've never heard of that. I don't know what it is. You know? And like, oh, they're eating this. Like, cool. I don't know what that is. <laughs> like, tell me Can about you it. Stick you to your guns? Yeah, you're just like, I just don't know. Well, there, there, I feel like there's no harm in just being like, I don't know. Right. You know? Like, if, like, I've had, I, I've been learning a lot more to, like, just say that, you know, and, like, ask questions. But, like, why are you doing that? You know, like, especially around more people who have more experience, you know, mm-hmm. uh, than me and that are better fishermen, better guides, whatever. I, I've been more inclined to just be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, like, explain. Tell me more. Because there's only one way. You can't sit there and have a bunch of pride and be like, oh, for sure, man. You know, yeah, totally. Because right. you're not going to learn anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to sit back and get back on your boat or get back and be like, the hell is that guy talking about yeah let's go back to you know yeah and you're like i'm just gonna throw this you know i'm like that dude's meanwhile wrecking fish and you're like huh maybe i should have listened a little harder right you know maybe i should ask questions but i have no problem doing that these days yeah and i really don't think we do either i'm like i'm open for whatever if you're you know it's good it's good to have that mentality especially in this game Mm -hmm. um and if you want to be good at it because i think a lot of people have that have that ego yeah for sure they're like i don't need your help yeah right you know like okay cool i want then yeah i want to help you and i feel like you uh, see that with clients some too you know like the clients are like oh, what do you you don't know what you're well that's about. the weirdest one to me that right exactly like that's you're the weirdest me one to, to me exactly is that clients are stubborn about things and you're like cool dude how many times have you fished this river all oh, first time I'm like all right sweet i fish i'm sure you'll figure it out yeah you know it's like yeah. oh dude like you hired me for a reason mm-hmm. like i'm here to help you and that's what i i try and break down like that to most clients kind of right off the bat, you know, like, Hey, look, like I'm here to help. I'm here to walk you through this. I'm here to help you catch fish. I'm not here to watch you fail. Like what's the point of that? You know, that's no fun for me. Mm -hmm. So like I try and break, like, look, if you don't know something, ask, not a problem. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you want to do it your own way, fine. I'm not going to tell you anymore. You know, like you can fish it your own way. If you just wanted a trip down the river and you think you know how to fish it, fine. Go right on ahead. Go ahead, man. Yep. I'll float you down the river. Not going to say much. You know, I'm not yeah. going to put you in the best spots. You <laughs> yeah, know, right. like, I'll, I'll just get you just barely where you can fish it. You know, like, it, it, it's, and it's not like, I don't believe it's a guide being a dick or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of like, hey, you're disrespecting me. No, for sure. As a, you know, like, this is my profession. Like, mm-hmm. I don't walk into an engineer's office and be like, I know more than you. Yeah. You know, like, right. Exactly. I've never, I've never been an engineer, but I bet I could do that. (laughs) You know, like, no, there's no point in that. Mm -hmm. And it's like people who are really good at their trade and really good at their occupation. Like you're not going to tell them how to do their job. People will try. Oh yeah. People will try and tell you all the time, but you're like, Hey man, cool. Whatever. So in regards to guiding. Yeah. Have you ever hit a point where you're like, just kind of in a lull, I guess. We were like not waking up. I'm like, man, I just can't wait for this. Um, like as far as like, have I lost excitement? Yes. You know, as far as like waking up and being mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm excited for the day. Yep. I think there's, I think there's moments, but it's, I think it's more of like you're just worn out. 
Yeah. You know, like towards the end, it's not that you don't want to go fish or go guide that day. It's more of like, man, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've been at I'm it for not two months. Yeah. You know, like you've been at it for three months or whatever it is. And, you know, you're working every day for those three months from sun up to sundown and you're worn out. I think it's more of that. And like there's there's days where I wake up where I'm like, man, I just don't want to go. But it's not necessarily like, hey, I don't want to guide today. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I think is what it kind of amounts to for me. I've never, like, I think if I lose that where I'm not excited to go guide anymore, then it's like, hey, that time maybe put it up. time for a career change, you right. know? And, like, mm-hmm. let's figure this out. Um, do you mind letting that dog out this whatever way? I think he's looking like he needs to pee. <laughs> he, he looks like he needs to go. He's like, I'm trying to find a spot. Um, that I like, does that make sense? No. Yeah, for sure. Cause Tucker and I have talked about it a little bit. Just, you know, the summer guiding season seems like a lot of hard work. It seems like you're not wrong. The time you get up, it's all fishing until you go to bed pretty much. Yeah. Whether your time flies or whatever. Yeah. It's all fishing related. Right. Yeah. And, uh, well, I'm out of here. (laughs) yeah it's all it's all fishing related Mm -hmm. um there's yeah he's good um it all pertains to it you know i i think that's i think it's a misconception too where you know you get a lot of a lot of people on the boat or walking whatever you know um who are like oh man you got the best best job on the planet you know you get to fish every day do i yeah. No, like I, I watch you fish. Yeah. I live I vicariously. Yeah. I live vicariously months. through you. Mm-hmm. You know, you, it's, I, I don't need to go into the analogy, <laughs> um, but it's, you know, like you're watching someone do something you love and are good at all day, every day for three months straight. And sometimes they do it right. Most times they do it wrong. Yeah. You know, and like you have to watch that and be like, ugh. You know, it's tough because, but you have to come to a realization where it's like, hey, like, do you like teaching or do Mm -hmm. you like fishing all the time? Like for me, like I like watching people catch fish. I like catching fish as well. But, you know, I've, I've learned to manage those moments where I'm like, okay, I get my moments in when I can, Mm -hmm. when I'm going to go out. And that's kind of where I think where I'm kind of like the fair weather nowadays mm-hmm. where i'm like i don't need to go like i'm gonna wait till it's a banger day right and then i'm gonna go and have my good him. day yeah. like but if, if that was a guide trip you know if like yesterday was a guide trip and i show up with clients and it's blowing wind like that i'm like hey we're going yeah. like we're, we're fishing today like this is how it's gonna be mm-hmm. you know but i think i think you sit there a lot and like you're working non-stop like whether you're de-rigging or re-rigging or cleaning your gear putting gear away or loading your truck whatever like packing your boat up doing this cleaning your boat blah 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 like packing lunches whatever like it's still it's a lot of work for sure Mm -hmm. um it all pertains to the end goal which is like putting people on fish and having a good time and like yeah living vicariously through them that's the best way i can explain it is like i like to watch people catch fish so i will put in all that effort to watch people catch fish (laughs) and try to train them to catch fish i mean i've been working with Tucker for a long time now. And like, it seems like in the last couple of years where we've really gotten to like a clicking point where it's like, Hey, we need to 
progress your skills more. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, like we've gotten to a point where like we need to work harder on this. We need to work harder on that. You know, like focus on this more instead of this. You know, like Tucker has a problem of fishing really fast, really hard. You know, like and we've worked on that a lot. You know, where it's like, hey, slow down. You know, like slow down. Relax. Yeah. You know, and like work. Don't try to fish at all. Yeah, you can't fish you at all. Fish every, everything. Yeah, Tucker's always like, Tucker's always just. Blah, 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 blah. You know, if Tucker had two rods in his hand, he'd do it. <laughs> if you gave him two rods, he would try. Like he wants to fish at all, and you know, it's been it's been like, it hasn't been an issue, but it's more of just like, hey, like think about this a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. You know, like slow down a little bit. Like, hey, you got plenty of time. You know, like we can work on this. Like you just need to focus on certain pieces of the water and focus on your next spot. You can't hit it all, you know, and like, or like I'm missing a spot trying to cast backwards yeah. and stuff, you know, like trying stuff to cast like that. to the back of the boat. Oh, did you see that fish? Like Tucker, I saw it. It's behind us now. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You know, like let's look downstream. Let's keep, let's focus on the future, not the past. You know, mm-hmm. there's stuff in front of mm-hmm. us. Um, and that, you know, but we all have little, little problems like that. But if we can work on those, you know, and, and, that's what I like doing where it's like, okay, someone who we fished together for a long time and I'm finally seeing the progression hit where it's like, okay, now we can step up our game, you know, and now we can start getting really into in. more technical stuff mm-hmm. and hone in those skills where all of a sudden it's going to be like, yep, where we're not going to have to be talking much on the boat. You know, it's just going to be like, yeah, put it there. Okay, cool. Boom, fish. You know, like that's where I get stoked on watching these people mm-hmm. progress. Yeah. And I think, like, for you especially, like, you say, like, a lot of times people are messing, you know, messing it up, you know. Like, their fish are eating, you're like, all right, well, you know. But it's not necessarily that they're messing it up. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. But I I just feel like for you, like, when you see someone that, like, has it, like, click, you know, it just is so much more fun for you to, like, you know, float. Just, like, some of those good days. Definitely. Just. Yeah. When they're eating, you know. Um, And as far as, like. I mean, messing it up, it's like, they just don't know. Right, yeah. You know, and it's like, there's only so much you can pack into a day, mm-hmm. you know, or it's like, I can't teach you everything in one day. Oh, jeez. Um, so, you know, it's like, it, it's not necessarily that they're screwing it up and you're sitting there going, oh, gee, what are you <laughs> yeah. doing? You know, like, idiot, you know, yeah. like, no, it's just like, it's like, hey, you just don't know, mm-hmm. you know, and I can't, I can't get it to click for you or whatever but like that's what's fun about it is like you work on different things and it's like if that person wants to know and wants to be there and wants to learn then you're like okay let's work on that Mm -hmm. you know and like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna try different analogies and and different metaphors to make it work you know and and try and get this cast better get this drift better get you know so that you're more proficient while you're fishing that that that's where it's fun for me yeah I know. I, mean, I just went on a tangent there when you asked, no, like, yeah. do you ever wake up not excited? No, it's that was a good. huge long tangent, um, but but just for me, like, shoot, I think I've made the most progress with my casting during that steelhead trip, which is when I've been fly fishing for like eight months up to that eight nine months up to that point, and but in that situation you have to be able to cast efficiently in order to get effective casts yeah because you're fishing with such heavy weight um it really tunes you up pretty quick big rods heavy weight you're like oh man i really and you're exaggerating that cast probably a lot more and like slowing it down and learning the mechanics that's a good point right after when i picked up my five weight i was like oh yeah you're like what is this this is a dream yeah what is this yeah yeah um but just 
shoot. But that's good because I, I think like a lot of people, I, I think the way you're looking at fly fishing is really cool. And because not a lot of people would sit here and be like, hey, that really helped my cast. You know, like a lot of people would be like, oh, man, you see how big a fish I caught. You know, right. like, look at this, yeah. you know, check out this picture instead of being like, hey, I really progressed as a fisherman during that trip. And I learned a lot about my cast. I learned a lot about this, you know, mm. and how I need to focus on these mechanics. I think that's a great way to look at it yeah. because not a lot of people do that. Which that was a big thing because, I mean, it's a lot of time in between fish. So I was like, okay, I'm going to pick this piece of fly fishing and just focus on it that's good and for me that was just casting yeah because you're trying to make so many casts within a day just to keep your line wet so it's just like you know what just gonna focus on it and that's awesome yeah that you're thinking that way because like i said not a lot of people do that mm-hmm. and people are like i want it now i want it quick i want right. to be good at it i yeah. want to catch fish you know and they don't want to focus on all these different aspects that plays a huge role you know i mean it is it's an art you know, and the cast is an art, like the drift is an art, like, and there's a lot of things like everybody needs work. You know, Mm -hmm. I need work on things like all kinds of stuff that I focus on from day to day, you know, I'm like, Hey, I really need to work on this. You know, I need to work on this cast or I need to work on, on this drift or I need to get better at fishing emergers or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. I need to focus on that where not a lot of people do. They're like, why am I not catch fish? You know, and they're not really thinking about, you know, being good at something. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more of like, I'm good if I'm catching fish. Right. You know, but like some of the best fishermen you see out there where you strive to be are like, man, that guy has a beautiful cast, you know, like look at how precise that is. Mm-hmm. Look at how it folds over. Look at this, you know, look how tight that loop is. And the fishing comes after that, you know, the fish come after that. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's a hard part for people. And I think that's what drew me to fly fishing so much is there's, so many different things within the fly fishing world i mean just with nymphs and different presentations and stuff like that i mean you could go on and on for hours oh yeah just talking about different things oh you could go a whole lifetime yeah and not know everything about it oh you know and little nuances and like everyone picks up little things Mm -hmm. here and there like look at this trick I mean, knot tying. Think about knot tying. Like, that's a whole different aspect. Or fly tying. That is an entire (laughs) different aspect of fly fishing altogether. Yeah. Some people don't even fly fish. They just tie flies. No. They're like, I just like tying flies. Really? Like, you don't even fish at all. Nope. I just like tying flies. And you're like, Okay, like that's a different thing. Yeah, yeah Tucker wants them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you do that, send them to Tucker. <laughs> Tucker wants all your flies. But like, that's a whole different thing. And if you do it all, you know, like, it that it's hard to get it all in. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, I want to, fl- I want to tie flies. I want to, you know, be able to cast. I want to be able to do this. I want to go fish for this. But like, it's all just like a huge, well-rounded thing. Once you start figuring it all out, and you're mm-hmm. like. Oh man, there's a whole new ball game, you know, like it just opens up so many different Mm -hmm. doors and so many different hobbies and things. Um, what's he doing? He's about to, he's about to wreck cabin. (laughs) Is he stuck on something? Oh yeah. He's wrapped. This dang, this dang black lab is just trying to ruin podcasts left and right. Get out. Oh, Oh. Oh, you still there? Can you hear me? No. What is he doing? You got to figure it out, Tuck. You're still picking up on the mic. We just can't hear you. 
Like I told you, dude, he just gets under there. He's like, let me screw this up real quick. <laughs> I mean, we can wrap this up pretty quick, but um, I don't know what happened, Tuck. I can't hear you, but. I mean, you're still active, I believe. No. Um. <laughs> Is he back under there? Yeah. Oh, here's here's what happened, man. Now you're on. Oh, sweet. Yeah, now we're back. <laughs> Look at that, dude. Just a crazy little dog intermission there. Um, <laughs> oh. Do you, I mean, do you guys have any questions you want to ask? I mean, one thing we talked about earlier is obviously it's runoff season right now. So yeah. what are those fish doing right now? Uh, Holden. And slow water. Slow water. Um, I mean, if you think about it, like those fish can't be out in that current when it's moving like that. And it's, um, I guess we should say that it's runoff here in Gunnison for the most part. It's runoff most places now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I mean, those fish are going to be sitting in slack water and trying to to just eat what they can. But I mean, they're not going to try to expend a ton of energy. They're obviously eating, Mm -hmm. um, but they're not trying to, you know, use a ton of energy to do that. So they're going to sit in pretty slow water um, and and chill um, till that water greens up a little bit. Once it starts greening up, they can see. Then, then it starts. They'll start moving into faster water as it warms up and as that water warms up. Um, but for the most part, they're they're holding, just chilling, just hanging out. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's it's. I'm not saying they're not eating, but they're just not eating a lot. Right. Um, and that water's so turbulent, you know, if you were to fish it, it is so it's tough at times. Yeah. I did, I did a podcast about it. I think it's episode nine. Mm. Um, Hell or where, high water. Yeah. yeah <laughs> where it goes into that a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a tough time of year when the water is high like that and running like that. It's hard to fish. Um, and that water is so cold for runoff, you know, coming down that yeah. a lot of those fish just aren't very active. active. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense just tough. <laughs> yeah that makes sense <laughs> <Tough>. <laughs> we've, we've been fishing for a day we're like yeah it makes yeah. sense yeah makes sense um well i enjoyed talking with you guys yeah, yeah thanks for having us fun. yeah super for fun. sure it's awesome uh do you guys want do you want to plug your your little instagram you got there <laughs> i mean if you, your sure. program <laughs> yeah uh, your program that you're starting <laughs> we have instagram at lucky mallard outdoors if you want to follow us just I don't know. Just for fun. Yeah. A little, little something to see, what, see what we're up to. Of, yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys just kind of push fishing, whatever, whatever yeah. you're doing. Yep. So which is cool. Go check it out. If you like. fun, to, fun to look at mm-hmm. duck hunting, fishing, all kinds of stuff. Yep. But, yeah. Well, yeah. Sweet. Thanks Cameron. Yeah. Tucker, Cody. Great. Thank you. Yeah.